All right, welcome to the Golf Podcast Live. I'm your host, Raphael Calamant. Not in studio, we're over at Ace Coworking, so a big thanks to them for hosting us today. With me is my co-host, Michael Bleakley, who is also not at his studio at ECS Agency Studios in Vancouver, but traveling through California and Oregon now. Uh, it's been a crazy week of golf. We got Abraham Answer, you know, winning on the Asian tour. What a crazy field that was. You got uh, Pearson Cootie, unbelievable, on the Corn Ferry Tour, mm-hmm. his second win. And I'm thinking he, there's big things ahead for this young man. Um, Daniel Gavins on the DP World Tour mm-hmm. gets his second win as well. That's really good for that Englishman. And Justin Rose, speaking of Englishman, wins at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. You know, with us today, we have a very special guest. Uh, He is an American professional golfer and long drive professional. He's the 2018 Volvic World Champion, along with the 2015 Senior Masters Champion. In 2022, he also qualified for final stage of the Champions Tour on the PGA, as well as the current 2022 World Long Drive Champion, Eddie Fernandez. Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And that's a uh, senior world champion. So but, that's uh, right. That's I, I can still I can still hit it with the young kids, though. So I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to competing with them again this year. So it'll be fun. That's impressive. Yes. It made me think of um, the announcer when uh, Phil cut off years ago where it's like, yeah, yeah, that's enough. We're talking about Tigers uh, accreditations <laughs> yeah. there. So, so you got a yeah. long list of uh, victories and some nice belts in the background there, Eddie. You know, I think when you're as old as I am and, and you're halfway decent at something, you, you kind of get a, a, a somewhat of a long list of, of some cool things that you've done. So, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's, it's super humbling. I get so many, uh, you know, direct messages and emails and texts and, and just people saying how inspirational it is. And then, you know, the cool thing is, I, I think, you know, being 52, I've, I've really mastered the speed element, the, the training aspect with my trainer, Jeff flag. And then I added Rotex motion back last June with Dr. Joe Lacaz. And it has just been, it, it's incredible. Like, you know, just today, I just, I got a, uh, a text from my swing coach, Scott Schaefer in Dallas. He's uh, the director of player development at Glen Eagles in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went from one Oh nine to one Oh 18 and a half. And he's never been over like 158 ball speed. He hit 172 today, just wow. in, in like five, six weeks using Rotex only just by the mobility, stability, uh, rotational aspect of it. And it's just, it's an absolutely incredible tool. I'm so glad that I, that I, uh, you know, tried it last year and it, it's almost like it's, it's too good to be true, but it's not. And once mm-hmm. I kind of did it for 12 weeks before the world championships, it was, my body felt absolutely incredible. You know, there's a trickle down effect that's happened because of professional long driving into the PGA Tour and all the tours. We talked to Lisa Longball, who's on the show, as well as Jason Zubak, you know, the evolution of the game and how it's, you know, it's now trickling down into people like obviously Bryson, the most well-known long hitter of the ball on the tour, now on the live tour. Um, even for someone who's a mutual friend of yours, Rob Labritz has been on the show yes. and we've talked about mm-hmm. things. He, he sends awesome. out his regards and, uh, had only good things to say about you because he heard you, you were going to be on the show. So, uh, um, yeah, you know, Rob and I go way back. We grew up 
like four houses down from each other as kids. And Ooh. we, we went at it all the time. You know, yeah. we, we practiced, we were, you know, we were teammates and we, we just wanted to beat each other. And I think that was, that was a real pivotal time in our lives. Right. We won a state championship in high school. We went to college. He only went to college for one year, but we were ranked in the top 20 in the country in wow. division one in a Northeast school. So we had a really, really good team. And then he just, he knew what he wanted to do and uh, he didn't need college for it. And, and golf was kind of, you know, his pathway to his future. And, and I'm so freaking proud of him mm-hmm. that, uh, that he's done what he's done and he's doing what he's doing. And it's just so cool how our, you know, our paths went this way and then kind of that way. So we're kind of meeting again at 50, 51, 52 yeah. years old. And uh, so uh, really proud of him, what he's done. And, and, you know, Glenn Arbor, you know, loves him. I've been up there before playing and, and he's just, he, he is nothing but great things to say about Rob, his game, the person he is, the father he is, the husband, just, uh, he's just a great, great guy. And I'm, I'm really, really in his corner, really proud of him. Yeah, he truly is living the dream, right? Especially he is. To, to hit 50, <laughs> win Q school, full yeah. status, and go play every event. And Glenn Arbor is just, you know, rolling out the carpet for him, which is like yeah. unbelievable. Like, you know, any business would usually want to cut the expense, and but, you know, they're right. sponsoring him. And, uh, you know, so yeah. it's been fun to get to know Rob and, and, and watch his progress. So uh, yeah, I hope and, when he squeaks that- out a win. And that's nice to hear, right? It's nice mm-hmm. to hear that, that Glen Arbor, it's such a prestigious club, beautiful, just an awesome place that they're taking care of him. And mm-hmm. he's worked his butt off and he's, he's great for the club. He's great for the game. And, and he's just out there having fun. He's living the dream, literally yeah. living the dream, which is, yeah, which is great. And you know yeah. where the bodies are buried. If you go that far back with him. You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yes. got some stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we, uh, he, yeah, it's just, it's so cool, you know, as we've gotten older, just reconnecting through Facebook and the PGA show back in, you know, 2013 or 14, you know, when you have kids and you mm-hmm. get married and you got all kinds of stuff going on. And I was out of golf for nine years after 2004. That was probably the last time I saw him at Q school in 2004. Mm-hmm. And then I got into long drive at the end of 2013, went to the show in 2014. We reconnected there and then we've just become, you know, close friends again. And uh, yeah, just super proud of him. Super, hey, super you're, you're popping up proper. on our feeds all the time. And I'm, I'm just surprised yeah. with all the, the names that you've been dropping even before we got on this cast. You're talking about mm-hmm. uh, spending time with Phil Mickelson, with mm-hmm. Hideki, Hideki Matsuyama. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your relationship with some of these golfers and what that relationship is about. Yeah. So, you know, I was fortunate to be a member at uh, Golden Bear Club the last couple of years here in Windermere, Florida. And Hideki's a member there as well. He lives there. And I was just out there hitting, practicing, you know, lucky enough to hit my own ball. So I kind of go on uh, kind of over there by myself. So I'm not going to hit into anyone on the other side of the range. And, <laughs> and uh, Hideki walks over and I saw him come up with a couple of carts, some of his guys. And, and I hadn't met him before. This was probably six months after he won the masters. So it was like late summer of uh, 21. And he, uh, and I look up and I'm hitting drivers and it, it makes a little bit of a different sound when I hit it. And he comes over and he looks at my track man numbers and he, his eyes went like, like that big. And he's like, Whoa, like, and, uh, he takes out his phone. He's like, would you mind if I, can I take a video? And I'm like sitting there pinching myself. I'm like, <laughs> really? 
I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I introduced myself to him first. And, and uh, so we chatted a little bit. Um, you know, he speaks okay English. And, uh, but, you know, he, it was just so cool. It was such a cool moment for me. It was like a pinch me moment. Like current Masters champion, one of the best players in the world, you know, wants to take a video of my swing, you know, down the line and face on. And, and I absolutely flushed too. And, and not that I, was, I wasn't nice. nervous, but I was just kind of, and I was swinging it well. And he took a couple of videos and we were chatting a little bit. I went over after I was done practicing and watched him hit balls. And we just kind of struck up a friendship. And he was very intrigued how, you know, he didn't know I was, I was 50 years old at the time. Right. He didn't know I was 50. And, you know, we talked about injuries. I'm like, no, outside of a couple bumps and bruises, you know, a little tendonitis here and there. And, but other than that, no, never a broken bone, a tendon, a ligament, never out for more than a couple of weeks. And uh, he was very, he was taken back by that because, mm. you know, Hideki's had some neck stuff going on, some wrists, some, some other things. And, and he really hasn't felt that great in a while. Mm. So we just kind of, you know, back and forth, we'd practice and I'd see him out there, we'd chat. And then he, he finally came out and be like, you know, he wants to know what I'm doing from a, from a training perspective. I mean, I train a little bit differently. I train like a rotational athlete. I right. you know this is what I, this is what I do. And you know, my body is number one. I have to, I have to treat it like a temple, so to speak. And, and this is how I make a living, right? This is how I put food on the table. I have to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, you know, my trainer, Jeff flag, absolute, absolutely incredible what we work on. And he's, you know, Jeff is a world champion as well. 2014, and he's, he, he's super smart. Uh, and we, we perform everything in the gym that's going to help me on the grid or the golf course. So everything I do in the gym has a purpose. Mm-hmm. So, and we, you know, we kind of tag team Hideki and I told him, Hey, Hideki, why don't we have Jeff come up and spend a little bit of time and show you what we can do and what I do. And, and why wouldn't they, right? Why wouldn't the best players in the world say, Hey, this, this 52 year old guy is swinging at 150 miles an hour efficiently with no injuries. Like I, I need to know, I need to like find out what he's doing. Like and what Mike, is he so doing do we, that right? I'm not Mike, right. Uh, so exactly. Mike and so, I need to know what's going on as well. Mike's a top amateur in BC. We've been playing for over 30 plus years. If we really go far back, we've been playing since our, you know, I've been playing since I was nine, 10 years old. I was assistant professional for many years at clubs, uh, be it uh, resort clubs, public or private, semi-private, still teach, still instructs. And we're both 48 years old. And when I see what you're doing, you're an inspiration, Freddie. I mean, they're really, Thank uh, you. and I think you are to a lot of other players who are much younger than you. For sure. Because, for because sure. If, I you're, mean, if you're fitter, more flexible, got more power and strength, Right. And, uh, and you're limber. That's, yeah. inc- that's incredible. Yeah. A, a big thing too, guys is, is I can swing it over 140 lefty. So oh. the balance, the balance of my wow. body between my dominant and non-dominant side. And I've trained that. I mean, it, it, it wasn't easy to start. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. you know, I would hit baseballs left-handed just to kind of balance out the rotation and the speed, the power, the mobility of both my dominant and non-dominant side. So I would get out there and I would, I would crush it. You know, I would want to, you know, I wanted to be the best. And once I got to the point to where, you know, my wife was a huge inspiration for that. She, you know, she supported it. And, you know, with three small kids at the time in 2013, I was working in a restaurant as a, as a, 
you know, I was an assistant GM and then I got into serving and bartending because it was just way too much. 90 hours a week as a manager, it was just too much. Yeah. And I knew at some point I wanted to get back into golf. So um, when I saw Long Drive on TV, I watched Tim Burke win in 2013. I'm like, man, this is cool. Had no idea what my speed was. All I knew was my life so made second stage. Can we put that in perspective, though? Sure. Like yeah. How, yeah. Old, how old were you when you got back into it? Uh, 40. I was almost 43. So at the end of 2013, it was after the World Championships mm-hmm. in 2013. So I was just turning 43 in November. Amazing. Um, so I right, literally November 1st, I kind of got into it. So 2014 was my first year. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, uh, didn't even know what track man was guys. I had no idea, <laughs> no idea how fast I was. All I knew was that I hit it a lot farther than everyone I always played with when I went to Q school and tournaments and yeah. mini tour events and stuff like that. So I said, well, maybe this is something I can do. So, um, yeah, yeah it worked out. And what about this, uh, a Rotex, uh, can you, uh, elaborate on, uh, on what exactly it is and, uh, yeah. and how it can benefit us and then how, you know, us um, aging shorter hitters could um, find it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, guys. Rotexmotion.com. Dr. Joe Lacaz, I met him through my trainer, Jeff Flagg, one of my very, very good friends. Um, and he said, look, you, you, I want you to incorporate this into your everyday routine. It's amazing. This is what it does. And it almost sounds too good to be true. I'm like, uh, all right, I'm going to do it. So I finally committed to it last June. And it's, it, there's a floor model. There's two discs with, uh, it has some, it, it, and they go this way. They go, kind of go internal, external rotation. You put your feet on it. You can put your hands on it. It has an app, Rotex Motion. And it is absolutely incredible. Some of the things that, you, that I do on there, I do probably three or four exercises to activate. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it fires up everything from my ankles all the way to my neck. Mm-hmm. My intercostals, which is the rib cage uh, obliques, lats, um, shoulders, uh, you know, hips, adductors, everything. It gets everything going. I could literally wake up in the morning, do six minutes of Rotex and the first swing out of the box, I can grab a driver and probably hit 140 in the first swing and not even blink an eye. Seriously. I mean, it's, it's, it's that it's ridiculous how good it is. And my coach five, six weeks, he's gained nine, nine miles an hour. Wow. I mean, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And that's really all he's done because his mobility, as you get, as you age, your mobility, it just, it's, it's not there. You need something that you can do every day. That's not going to take an hour, Mm -hmm. you know, that you can do five, six minutes in the morning activation, five, six minutes after you're done practicing or playing or training or whatever, Mm -hmm. and be done with it. 12 minutes a day. If you don't have 12 minutes a day to do that, and I can't help you, but it's, it's, it has been the cherry on top, the glue that kind of meshes everything together with my training. And it's just, it's amazing. People are baffled what I'm doing and that's just part of it. Wow. You know, that, that's, that's part of that. That's like, you recently spent a little bit of time with uh, Phil Nicholson working at a clinic or working with him. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. You know, people are really intrigued with obviously uh, people who've been known in the game. And so just even spending a little bit of time with someone like Phil Nicholson is, is, yeah, is nice. Yeah. So it was super cool. You know, I met Phil a long, long, long time ago in college at a tournament. Um, and, you know, I was, we have a mutual friend, Harry Rudolph, Harry 
is from La Jolla, California. Really, really good player. Uh, All-American at Arizona. Won a national championship with Furyk. So him and Phil grew up playing golf together. So I've become good friends with Harry. Um, and Phil was in town. They've been good friends. And I told him I was going to be out there. I was doing a corporate event in Palm Springs. I said, hey, I'm going to be out there. You know, love to get together. And, and if Phil's around, would love to, you know, spend some time with him. And it kind of worked out to where, you know, went out and had Del Mar Country Club and spent a few hours that he wasn't feeling that great, but I didn't work with him. He, he was just asking me questions and watching me hit balls and di- asking me to hit different shots and what I'm feeling. And it was, it was really cool, you know, mm-hmm. to have, you know, one of the greatest players of all time and, you know, arguably the best short game ever, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, pick my brain and, and, you know, just dumbfounded at 200 ball speed, how easy I make it look. So. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I can definitely help him. You know, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get together again, but, but yeah, that was, that was, that was really neat. It was really, really cool to kind of spend time with him. And he looks great by the way. He's man, he's trimmed down. He lost, he's like he, this. I've, he lost about 20 pounds. I saw pictures of him recently. Yeah. Yeah. And, he's like uh, 190, 195, maybe. I mean, he looks yeah. really, really good. He looks lean. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think he'll play well this year. He's still at, you know, 175 ball speed, which is, you know, Anyone over, you know, 50 years old that can put up over 170, that's impressive. Yeah. Well, he's bragging about being at his college weight, you know, and we've all followed <laughs> Phil through his entire career and he's, he's sort of had yeah. a dad bod most of his career, but you know, <laughs> yeah. as he's gotten older, he's got way fitter, probably the largest calves on tour uh yeah that, that i know of at the moment i know there's some taller players maybe co-crack's got some big ones under there but uh you know he's uh i don't know i kind of like this bizarro feel that came out with the beard and like they're sort of the dark side it's been uh it's been yeah, entertaining right. and, you know I, I was out at pumpkin ridge for the live event and just watching him moving around and all that it's uh it, it's you know I, I like this evolution of phil mickelson but uh, it's, this year will be good to see, right? Um, let's see what this Absolutely. new found uh, drive and fitness and he's lighter and leaner and uh, hopefully he can post some numbers and uh, stir up the controversy a little more. Yeah, no doubt. And that's where Rotex comes in, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's for mobility, it is absolutely incredible. I've gained probably 10% more wow. mobility. Well, and I, uh, it, it's incredible. It's really, I've got to really go because I'm going to go sign up for Rotex right now. <laughs> yeah i had yeah. open surgery last year uh hernia operation they gutted me like yeah. a c-section and i still don't have all the power back so um yeah. so yeah I, i'm gonna um, i'm looking for something to to you know dive myself into to start uh, getting some yards because it's killing me yeah yeah well I'll, I'll share dr joe's uh contact information with you you can talk to sure. him and he's That'd he's brilliant absolutely brilliant you yeah. know he's he's really helped me a lot and and uh, just, I am absolutely a believer, man. I, the way I felt at the world championships last year, it was like, wow, mm-hmm. it's like, it's over. Yeah. I felt, I was that confident where I knew, I knew that I was in the best place emotionally, uh, emotionally, mentally, physically, I, I was uh, totally in control of my golf swing, the golf ball. And uh, yeah, it was pretty special last year. Amazing. You know, the first time I really uh, paid attention to Eddie Fernandez was <laughs> when you got your swing analyzed by Tiger Woods at the Golf Digest. Yeah, that was <laughs> pretty cool. That was, was that last year or the year before? That was, it was, that was, tw- it was 20, it was 2020. It's a funny story because it, I'm out, pra- I'm practicing at Bella Kalina and I'm having lunch with some buddies and my phone is just blowing up. I'm like, what in the world is going on? 
So I'm getting text messages after, hey, Tiger Woods just analyzed your swing. I'm like, get the heck out. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, seriously, they sent me the link. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, that, that was that was another, you know, aha moment where he was uh, – that was pretty cool. Um, wow. I play. I played in his pro am last year as a guest um, of uh, uh, some friends of, of mine, John Olson. There was a guy that dropped out. I think he had COVID, so he asked me last second. I'm like, uh, yeah, let me let me grab let me grab a flight. I'll be so, there. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we won the pro am, um, and it, it oh, was right. a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Harris English was our pro, so I don't know if it was really fair to have me and Harris on the same team, but. But it was Harris is great. I've known Harris uh, for a couple of years, but super, super cool dude. Well, that that's really fascinating. You know, all these little stories, you don't know how much people appreciate the stories until we, you know, when we get all the comments in, Eddie, we're, we're, we're uh, blown away by what people love to hear. And they love to hear, uh, on the most part, funny and embarrassing golf stories. And, <laughs> and you know, everyone from John Cook to uh, Ian Leggett to... Uh, uh, to all the players that we've had on, always share something that we didn't expect. So I don't know when I say funny or embarrassing, does anything come to mind in a tournament or a notable player you were with? Um, oh man, <laughs> funny or embarrassing? Let me let me think about that. Um, I've got to have back. one or two. We can circle yeah. back. We can circle back. Yeah, we'll circle back on that one. I'd love to jump in on on the nickname because uh, Raf and I, first of all, are, are DJs, and and, and it, we that's how we met back in the '90s. And there is a well-known producer and DJ called Fast Eddie out of Chicago, yeah. International Records. <laughs> so you're familiar with him, um, uh, for one. And then you know, tell us about how Fast Eddie came about in, in your life and as a nickname. Yeah. So you know, I grew up. I'm I'm 52. I was born in 1970. And uh, I played Little League in the 70s, late, late 70s, early 80s. So Paul Newman's character in The Hustler was Fast Eddie Felsen, the pool yeah, right. player. Yeah. So I threw, I threw pretty hard in Little League. You know, I, I was a skinny, wiry, kind of tall. I weighed about 90 pounds, but I could sling it. And I, was, I was, always had that fast twitch, strong kind of athletic body. Uh, but I was super skinny. But I, I threw it in the mid-70s as a 12-year-old. So wow. some of my coaches, some of the parents just call me fast Eddie and that's kind of, kind of stuck. And then it kind of came back in long drive when I, when I started doing uh, long drive in 2014. So just, you know, it was just kind of one of those things where I got as a kid and kind of went away after I got out of golf and, and uh, but yeah, it's back. It's, it's pretty good. People, people kind of like it. So yeah. it's, uh... <laughs> well, it's not bad. Usually, uh, you know, we get branded a nickname and we hate it. So it ends up <laughs> sticking. So you, you got yeah. lucky, you got lucky for sure. Well, it's funny when I do a corporate event or a charity event, people are like, how'd you get the nickname fast Eddie, your wife? I'm like, yeah, fortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, really? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, I, I, that was my thought, but I wasn't going to say it on, on the pod. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really want our, our listeners and our viewers to get to know you because they may not know too much about long drive uh, competitions. It's really been in the spotlight the last couple of years. Um, and so it, the sport's grown considerably. So we want our viewers and listeners to get to know you. We're on 17 platforms now. So we're thrilled awesome. to, to share this with everyone. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, if I ask you a couple of favorites, favorite food, favorite music, favorite golf oh. course. 
You know, uh, food, I'm definitely a steak guy. Harry Rudolph, like every, went to Q school in, uh, you know, for the 20, for 2022, at the end of 2021, we were at the, uh, out in California and I had steak and eggs every day. So steak and eggs is like my staple for breakfast. For, well, if ever I'm going somewhere, I'm playing in a tournament, I, I always have to have steak and eggs before I either, you know, I play in a tournament or something. So, but it's definitely steak. I love, I, I love red meat grass fed hopefully um but yeah i i love everything really you know mm-hmm. I, I just i love seafood crab, lobster um uh, sweet potatoes <laughs> you like um, eating you like yeah eating. i like i like eating I'll, i can't eat as much as i used to but uh as you get older it gets a little bit tougher to, to mm-hmm. stay in shape so you have to work a little bit harder but um i have a pretty good routine and 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 you know, I'm, I'm very passionate about it. Hey, and, and sometimes I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to work out, but I do it. You know why? Yeah. Because that's, that was on my schedule. And I said, I don't care how I feel uh, unless I like, can't walk. I, I'm, I'm going to work out regardless. So, and I mm-hmm. think that's what separates uh, the good players from the great players. And, and I, I just think if, if you can get up and you can do it, do it, get through it. And, you know, I hear guys talk about that all the time about you know you don't nobody ever you know jumps out of bed every single day oh i can't wait to work out that i mean some days it's like that some days you can't wait to get after but other days it's like Mm -hmm. oh man i I did i slept terrible i don't feel that great it's just you know and then you 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 know you want to make excuses be like "Ah, i could just take the day off and then you're like okay snap back into it i'm gonna go work out i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it over i'm gonna do what i have to do and then afterwards you're like man i'm so glad i did that because i feel half the battle is getting there right half the battle is getting to the gym yeah right sometimes sometimes it's like that the greats do it you know even when they don't want to yeah and you have to push yourself you have to push it push it push it um to the limit so that's and i think that's why i have i've had some uh success over the last uh, few years Right. Yeah, I remember the martial arts days that you know, you crawled a class <laughs> and you're tired, didn't want to do it. But I find that once you tough it out and get there, you have your best um, exercise uh, period. And you feel yeah. wonderful after. So. A- absolutely. I think, I think yeah. it's just that mental thing where it'd be like, ah, you could take the day off. You know, you're good. You're, you know, one of the best. It doesn't matter. You know, th- there's other guys going through it. You, you know, you've got to outwork everyone. Like yeah. there's younger guys coming into the, the 45 and older division, the senior division this year. So, you know, they're good, really good hitters. So I've got to step up my game. I don't care that I won last year. I've got two world championships. I've got to step up my game. I'm also going to compete against the young kids a month later in October. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to win, you know, I, at my speeds right now, I put up 152, 222 and a half yesterday, ball speed. Wow. And there, there is no reason why I can't go and, and win. And I mean, I hit it in the center of the face more than anyone. And, you know, I I know how to do it. I'm comfortable in that spotlight. And, you know, I like my chances. So it's it's a fun journey, but it's all about the journey and the preparation and the process. And that's what I focus on. And then once I get out there, it's just time to let it go. Mm -hmm. Right on. And uh, Eddie, what's on the uh, playlists? Are, are you, do you listen to certain type of music to motivate yourself or in the car or at the gym? Or uh, are you, are you well, more of a... I'm a big Rocky guy. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it came out when I was a kid. Like my yeah. brother, Steve, uh, God rest his soul, he passed away in 2015, but he was a national champion wrestler. And in, in high school, he would come out. The, the high school wrestling team would 
would run out to Rocky. And that's kind of like when I was, you know, six or seven years old and I kind of just fell in love with it. Uh, I, I love the Rocky theme songs and then a lot of the songs they have in the movies. And, but I'm pretty eclectic. I like, I don't listen to a lot of country, um, but there is some country I kind of, it's, it's actually really good music, some mm. of it. So, uh, but I'm, I'm more of a kind of, you know, hard rock kind of maybe a little R and B. I I'm very, I like a lot of different genres. So okay. it's, uh, it's, so I, I, I have some, some songs that fire me up that, that I, uh, that I really like and, and, uh, yeah, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just depends on what mood I'm in, you know? Yeah. So right before, uh, you're a long drive comp you got your the rocky theme song of him running up the stairs you got that in the headphones and you go out onto the grid and uh, let her rip is that kind of the the game plan or yeah for sure when when yeah. uh when he's in the hospital and rocky too with uh with adrian telling him to win that just i get i get yeah, goosebumps yeah. even when i just think about it right <laughs> yeah and it just it, for whatever reason that just brings me back to my brother watching my brother in high school mm-hmm. and it just you know cool. i'm you know and i Mickey, just get Mickey's all saying... i'm like what are we waiting for? Then, <laughs> what are we waiting for? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the all those Bill Conti songs. My son's 16 years old. I introduced him to all these tracks and he's got it on his playlist now. So there's there's all those different workouts videos on YouTube you can watch and, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's always great. It's always great to hear I'm not the only one doing that. I'm gonna oh, and the cool <laughs> the, the cool thing is you can match the, you know, when you see the movie and see you know, where the music is in the movie. And then you yeah. kind of put, put the music to that scene. It's like, whenever I think about that, I see, I'm like, whoa, that's, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty heavy. It's, it's cool. Yeah. And so tell us the, about your relationship with clear golf. I saw it on your website and you're wearing the hat. Uh, yeah. A big uh, player in your team. Yeah. They, uh, Gary Singer, uh, the CEO of clear, uh, they just, uh, partnered uh, Discovery Land Company just just purchased I think fifty or fifty one percent of Clear, which is a great partner, especially for me. I do a lot. I do some events for them, uh, member guests, and and do some private events, and it's super super cool. They uh, they've been taking care of me for over two years now, and uh, they are nothing but they're, they're just amazing. It's an an amazing sponsor. The ball yeah. is incredible. Yeah, that tour I play the tour black, they have the tour black and the tour green. Uh, the green is a little mm-hmm. bit soft for me, for my speed. I, the black, it feels like I'm really hitting it. It's yeah. a little clicky, clickier, but it spins plenty around the greens. Mm-hmm. And it is untouchable in the wind. I, I've really? hit, I've tested every ball in the wind. I mean, I can flight this. It goes right through the wind. It, it's just, it's absolutely, like Charles Schwartzel says, it is flawless. It is really? a very, very good ball. Yep. Amazing. So speaking of that, can you share some of your ball speeds and club head speeds with us? Uh, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe a, a mid iron, like a seven and then just a, a driver, just, just to give me an idea. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't hit my iron super far, uh, nor do I want to, you know, my uh-huh. stock seven iron is 192. Uh, my stock six irons, 205. That's, um, that's I would, carrying. I would, you carry that's carry. Pieces. Yep. That's carry that. That's just the stock smooth six and seven iron. Um, I try not to hit it too hard. Uh, I want to be able to control it because I come from a playing mentality. I'd much rather hit it, hit a soft six iron or a soft seven iron than a hard one. Mm-hmm. So, and I can play cuts and draws and high, low and, but 
you know, when it comes to it, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm a club longer than these kids I play with in mini tour events. Sometimes we hit the same club, but when it gets to the driver, it's, you know, it show, you know, it's showtime. It's, you know, I'm 50, 50 past these kids and they're like baffled, you know, yeah. um, well, just because well, I'm, I'm, my stock driver is 132, you know, 195, 196 ball speed. I'm carrying it 340 ish. Wow. And, you know, I'll go all the way up to 205, 206 ball speed. If I have the green light on the golf course, if I have a hole that I can, that I can let it loose, I will, uh, you know, I'll let it go. I'll swing it 137, 138 and get it up to 205, 206 ball speed. <laughs> If I hit wow. it solid, Mike, uh, yeah. might as well take up. Uh, you want to take up croquet? Yeah, it's like uh, I'll be driver, like you know, eight iron to match your drive. You know, myself. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know but the, the, the you, cool. Your stock seven sounds ridiculous too. I mean, if you if you're like hitting around, you know, between one ninety and just under two hundred, that's that's still a long ways for a carry. You know, for most guys. You know, they're not yeah. able to generate that kind of speed. You know, it really depends on, on your height and the length of levers as well and your, your rotation and power through the ball. But uh, I, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? Uh, six four two fifteen. Oh, yeah. You're just like so, perfect uh, build for power. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> What's your farthest? To... There's nobody, nobody that tall on tour. There's maybe two guys. Yeah, Adrian there's a few. Marox there's a couple European of guys. Tour. He's six five. Yeah. Yeah. He's tall. He just, uh, he just played pretty well, didn't he? Yeah. He finished fourth at the, uh, in, right. And I was just watching uh, him over the weekend. Yeah. So what's some of your longest balls his, mm-hmm. on the course, Eddie, like what's some of your longest drives, uh, on course? Oh man. Well, I've, 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 I've been for like when I'm doing, I've done some charity events in Colorado downwind 100 degrees you know at elevation six seven thousand feet yeah i've hit some 500 yards yeah um in competition and in world long drive competition my longest is 480 yeah i saw that that's pretty well in phoenix yeah in 2018 and 480 480, yeah 480 yards yeah flew like 436 in the air and it was pretty cool that's two of my drives (laughs) as <laughs> that it's a, that's a funny story when um yeah. it was the it was 2018 i was qualifying out for the for the finals of the open division later the year in the year in 2018 and it was the last set i had to finish either first or second to make it to the final to get to make it in to the world championships and so like the second ball out of the shoot i absolutely roast this driver and uh i'm just like well, if I if I don't finish first or second with that one, and then it came up 480, it was downwind like 15, 17 miles an hour, and it was 105 degrees, and it was just, I was feeling good, and and it was probably 220 plus ball speed, and the guy that was hitting because four of us are on the tee at the same time, and he turns around and he goes, "Are you effing kidding me?" <laughs> oh yeah. So and I just started laughing. I'm like, yeah, God, I mean. <laughs> Sorry, dude. But, uh, well, there's, no, there's that was, guys that, that aren't that, that big, right? Uh, Eddie, if we're looking at someone like uh, Cameron Champ or uh, even yeah. Camilo, Camilo Vijegas, who's basically 5'8", yeah. maybe with the shoes on, right? Yeah. But they're they're powering it out there. If you look at a Rory McIlroy, who's 5'8". Yeah, yeah. Sander Shoffley, all these guys. He says he's 5'9", are... but I think he's shorter than that. I've stood yeah. this out a few times. The, yeah. he, they're pounding it out there and it has to do a little bit with genetics, but it's really working at it, right? Working on that rotational Absolutely. movement. Absolutely. Yeah. Using the ground force with your feet. 
being Absolutely. able to, you know, maximize in all the positions coming through impact, yes. right? It's no very doubt. much like the crack of the bat or throwing a ball or, you know, in tennis, you know, it's, it's that impact position and the transfer yes. of weight. There's so much that goes into that, but the timing needs to be yeah. everything. Now, yeah. talk about the physical, you know, the mental, but the technical part of the game is really important too, matching up the right clubs, you know, even for the amateur, how for important sure. is it to get fitted? Very, very important. I went out to, uh, I was, I was hitting a Ventus shaft last year. Uh, my coach is like, Eddie, cause I'd be making some good swings and the ball would kind of float on me a little bit. And I'm like, man, that's, it's weird. It didn't feel like the ball should have done that. So he said, why don't you come out to Dallas? Uh, John Sinclair, he's, uh, he's out of Dallas. He's the TPT rep. He helped design the, the TPT shaft, uh, who's another one of my sponsors. Absolutely incredible. I went out there, spent three hours with him. Uh, got dialed in. I didn't care about flex. I didn't care about anything. I just went straight on performance and uh, he got me in the right setup. Um, and then I said, let's, let's try some of these shafts for long drive. And it's an incredible shaft. There's no spine. So I, I can even an adjustable head. I can, I can mess around with the loft and the mm. line stuff and, and uh, come to find out it was, uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, when I started hitting it, I was like three, four miles an hour faster and it was a little bit lighter and it was super stable. And I'm like, Whoa, what are, what do we have here? And, uh, I got one of my buddies, Martin Borgmeier, uh, who won the open division world championship yeah. this year. He started, he, he hit it for the first time with the world championships. So I think he owes me a little percentage, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> say anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I got Martin, I got Martin into it. Uh, Justin James, another good friend of mine, got him to hit it. And a, a few other guys, and I think there were five of us, and four of the guys were in the open division, first, third, and two ninths. So four top tens, and I won, and two champions, hitting TPT. First year they've ever been in long drive. And wow. uh, that's something to say about how good this shaft is and how stable it is and consistent and just the dispersion when I hit it. Even like playing golf, it's, you know, miss hits are straighter and they're better and it's just, it's, it's awesome. It is an awesome shaft, but yes, to answer your question about getting fit, very, very important. I went through, you know, probably 15, 20 different shafts and lengths and, and just trying to dial it all in to get the right combination mm -hmm. to maximize yeah. distance. And, and, uh, and you hear it so often with, um, you know, uh, high handicappers, like I'm not good mm -hmm. enough to get fit. Yeah. No, no, I don't want to do it. And, but it, it's, I say, it's so important. Uh, you're going to spend a lot of money, a lot of time over the years of this game, going and do it right and, and, and uh, get fit properly. It, it's yeah. so well worth it. If it's something that you're, that you're going to play or, or commit to and, and golf is such a great game, right? I mean, I've been doing it my whole life and you know, if, if you have the, the time and the attention where you can get out a couple days a week, even to the range and practice, and it, it's just something that you can get out. It's exercise. It's, um, you know, you're swinging a golf club and, and it's, it's just a fun game. And, you know, I, I would like to see more people working, you know, around the greens, you know, chipping mm -hmm. and putting and pitching rather than, you know, hitting two buckets of balls because yeah. most shots I see when I play with amateurs and, and a lot of them hit it pretty well not bad but around the greens you know they're taking you know four to get down from 10 feet off the green it's just like yeah and you can't yeah. you can save a shot yeah. or two you know on on a lot of holes so but uh but yes to get fit for the proper shaft length lie um i have a guy here mark franco he's absolutely phenomenal 
he grinds my wedges. He's been working with tour players for mm-hmm. a long time, probably 30 years. And uh, I met him uh, through one of my neighbors, Brian Davis, and just uh, absolutely incredible. Just he knows exactly what he's doing. We'll go out on the range. He'll bring his lofted line machine out and he'll he'll look at the divot. Right. Uh, when I'm hitting, let's just say an eight iron and he'll see maybe just a hair toe deep. So he'll move it a quarter of a degree and then, you know, he'll get it to where it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And every club is like that. He's very, very meticulous. And my, my clubs are just so dialed in that, uh, that, you know, I'd never, ever have to worry about my equipment. Yeah. So it's, oh, uh, it's nice, nice to that's take really that nice. off your mind. Do you know that For it's, sure. you, it's, 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 yeah. uh, it, it, it's not the arrows. Uh, no doubt. But, and people need to realize, like, need to learn to like practicing the short game. Yeah. Right? It's like, go Absolutely. out there. And that I find that, and Raf could agree, because we're, you know, we, that's one of the, we ruined a rental house, you know, hitting lob shots through it uh, years yeah. ago, uh, putting holes in the walls. But, you know, you get the creative <laughs> side of golf, you know, yeah. from the short game and the recovery side. And uh, you're, you're better served to put time in there and then go hit one bucket in the range. And uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. No, like, it's funny you bring that up that you and I in that house that was 25 plus years ago, we used to be old roommates and we used to go play pitch and putt all the time just to sharpen up our short game. Yeah. We love yeah. just going with our wedges and our butter to, to the park. Yeah. And, just uh, and, and play so flops from the foyer up the stairs, you know, <laughs> to try to stop it on the carpet and uh, yeah, you know, yeah. little dimple marks all over the house. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, short your, game, Eddie. Your plans for 2023? Um, mm. Are you still trying to get out on the Champions Tour? Any pre-qualifier or qualifiers you'll be getting into, or is it all a long drive? <sighs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna see if. Um, so I kind of on the docket for me is just speed. I'm putting together a subscription site, which is going to be everything from A to Z soup, the nuts, what I do. I've had so many people reach out, you know, we want to know what you're doing. Can you give me a workout? Can you do this? Can you do that? Like, how does your swing, how do you make it look so easy? And, and I have a lot of things that I do that uh, I've had a couple of meetings with some companies that are, that are interested in, in doing a subscription site with me and, and uh, it's going to be really cool. Everything that I do from from A to Z, and it's going to be really, really good. And so I'm I'm busy putting that together. Hopefully, it'll be up in three to four months. Um, you know, building the website. It's a process, man. Uh, it all takes this, a lot. It is. It is incredible the the amount of uh, just work that it takes. Not only, mm-hmm. and I, I mean. It's easy for me because all I have to do is go out and talk about it and just kind of put everything in sequence of how I want it delivered. But it's, you know, it's a lot of work on that end. You got to build the website. You got to have the e-commerce. You got to do this. You have to do that. It's just, it, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And, uh, but it's going to be well worth it. I've got a, I'm going to have a product coming out as well that I've been using since 2017, 2018 that I cool. use for, for speed training, which is, uh, which is really, really good. I own a web service. Yeah, I've owned a web service company. I've been doing the last twelve years, and uh, I'm glad to hear uh, you saying, you know, how difficult the process is. Uh, oh, you know, it's, man, it's there's a lot of steps to it. Yeah, and even you know, I do a lot of corporate events and charity events, and you know, I show up and there's 144 players, and and it is not easy putting that together and you've got volunteers and you've got this person, you know, it's just, there's, there's so much that goes into it. And then you have to pray that the weather's good. Yeah. Cause if it gets yeah. rained out, 
it's like all that work is done for nothing over yeah. you know the course of a year. But but yeah, it's, it, people don't realize how difficult some of this stuff is, um, and not just the golf industry, but just uh, you know any industry really when you're when you're putting stuff together and and managing uh, certain things. But mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's That's it's, great. it's amazing. Well, look, we're going to encourage all our viewers and our listeners to go to fast eighty four hundred com. Uh, yeah. to just follow up on what you're doing, to follow your social yeah. media feeds, and uh, they could get in touch with you that way if they want you to come out to an event. Or if you'd yeah. like to go see Eddie, you know, just follow him uh, on his website, on his social media, get to know him and what he does, because it, it's pretty exciting. It's, it's a lot more exciting watching the long drive competitions than it is <laughs> going to an event. If you're not yeah. a golf head like Mike and I, I don't mind following anybody on any tour, uh, but it's a little bit different for the average golfer. Um, so for anybody wanting to get in touch with Eddie, make sure you go onto his website. Would you yeah. like to mention any uh, sponsors or people that you work with or say thank you to anybody you worked with? Yeah, I mean, Clear Golf, uh, TPT Shafts, uh, Tornado T, really, really cool little gadget, um, uh, T-Claw, uh, Brad Carpenter with Bush, uh, Bushwood, um, bourbon, really, really cool. Uh, talking to them probably about a possible sponsorship. Great people. Uh, just was out there meeting with him in California a couple of weeks ago, but, uh, really, really neat. Uh, Paul Dooland, my mental coach, absolutely just a sweetheart of a guy uh, just my whole team really, you know, Jeff flag, my trainer, Dr. Joel Acasa with Rotex, uh, Scott Schaefer, my uh, swing coach, Paul Doolin, my mental coach, and obviously my wife, because if I, I would not be doing what I'm doing if she didn't support it back in 2013 yeah. with three small kids. And, and, uh, you know, for a 43 year old getting into long drive, competing against kids yeah. half his age and, you know, with, with not a lot of money in long drive. Uh, I mean, it was, you know, why I don't think I would have done this, <laughs> but, but, right. uh, but she, uh, she is a, a true inspiration and she's a rock star herself. So she just uh, won a vacation for us <laughs> Went through work oh, perfect. and uh, we just got back from the Dominican Republic. So yeah, she's a, she's a very high achiever. She inspires me every day. So, but, uh, hey, but yeah, next, she's, next time we're she's out awesome. In Florida, next time we're out in Florida, we're going to get around in, do some content creation talk about all the products that everybody you work with. Maybe yeah. uh, do a little outing for nine holes or 18. It'd be great to do it because uh, something we're planning for this summer on Ford, we're going to be doing a lot of content creation with we can players go and people in the industry. Rafa and I better ball against you and see if we can take you down. <laughs> oh man. I don't, I don't like my chances. I better, uh, I better start practicing. Yeah. Uh, also guys, torch eyewear, uh, Lewis Wellen. Uh, he, he was with Oakley. Yeah. He was with Oakley for years. And then he branched off a few years ago and started Torch Eyewear, all made in Italy. Absolutely incredible. Um, just really, really great guy. Takes really good care of me. He's right here in Winter Park, Florida. So Torch Eyewear, absolutely phenomenal for golf or baseball or fishing, whatever. Um, but, yeah. Very but, cool. Uh, yeah, man. It's, uh, amazing, it's great. Amazing. Mike, you want to wrap things up a little bit? Sure. Um... Let's say thank you for everyone who's been watching and listening. Um, the show will be, uh, we'll promote it on social media today and tomorrow we'll release it on all of the uh, podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, uh, and a whole bunch of other ones, but um, yeah, Too it'll be up there. Mention. Yeah, there's so many, but the, the main ones, uh, Apple and Spotify and Google, uh, they'll all be there. 
uh, I want to say thank you again to you, Eddie, for for joining us and um, you know sharing a lot about uh, what you've been up to and giving us some ideas. Roadtextmotion.com. I'll be going there right after this <laughs> and signing up. Yeah, it's uh, well worth it. I'm telling yeah. you, it's uh, it, it's incredible. Excellent. So, I, I can't. I don't want to give all my secrets away to all my competitors. So it's <laughs> like, man, I got to stop doing this because then it's like I have the advantage and I give away these secrets and I'm like, what am I doing? I should like retire and then give them all away. Yeah, no, but it's no, all right it's, to share it because no one will work as hard as you. So absolutely right. You got to still put the work in. Absolutely right. And you still have to hit it in the center of the face. And That's you still got to have the talent, right? You yeah, the right. Talent. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're absolutely but, right. Yeah. For Michael Bleepley, I'm Raphael Calmat with Eddie, Fast Eddie Fernandez. Well, we'll see you next week. And until then, Take care and Thanks keep everybody. it in the short grass, like Brian Hammonds used to say. There you go. <laughs>